Alright, we are here with another episode of the Final Percent Podcast, and you guys are just going to come with me on some errands. Um, in the Jeep, just uh, running around Denver. You know, these these podcasts could probably be called Thoughts of a Greg, just because it's it's different things that hit me that I'm like, oh wow, that's really cool, or that's impactful, or insightful, or whatever. And today, I think it is actually uniquely uh, qualified to really help people, not only the people that are in Project 33, but help people that are in this freaking crazy day and age called the information age, the influencer age, the, the technological age, whatever you want to call it. But it's the idea. I, I give you guys a lot of opposing concepts, right? You know, that's, you know, something this versus this, you know. And one of the things that I realized that are coming from the same place is ego and envy go hand in hand. Ego and envy go hand in hand. And it's a little bit, I, I would give this analogy uh, of the dominoes. And, you know, I, I often talk to people about, you know, what's the big domino? Like your dominant thought, your domino that you need to knock over to make things just a little bit better for you, to, to make uh, your life move forward. Other people call them the needle movers, whatever it is, okay? Um, most people, if you have a bunch of dominoes end to end, they want the end result, so what they do is they walk, you know, three quarters through the line of dominoes, and they hit that domino, and then it knocks over all the way to the end, but then they sit there and they wonder, why did all the dominoes not knock over? And it's because they never went to the beginning. They never, they never went to the first domino, knocked it over, so you don't get that satisfying approach of watching all of them topple over all of them one after another after another after another topple over most people are trying to find the shortcut so they don't become who they need to be to do the things they need to do so that they can actually achieve the things they need to achieve interesting uh interesting things achieve and have same thing they want this outcome but they don't want to become the thing or the person that they need to be to do the things that they need to do. Going back to be, do, have. I know I talk about this a lot, but in the day and age where we get into the shoulds of life, where we're like, oh, I should have more money. Okay, then be more valuable. I should have this. Well, then, you know, like be somebody who's always on top of it. If you have to be the person to always get reminded, if you have to be the person to always get contacted, if you are always waiting for people to come to you like you're some version of royalty, that sounds a little egotistical. But then you're sitting there envious of other people in action. You're sitting there envious of other people at the party, other people making something of themselves, other people standing on stages, other people getting fit 
but you're mad that someone didn't call you to see if they wanted to have you join the workout or if, and then when they do, you go, oh, well, I need to check my schedule. This whole idea of, you know, I often see on, uh, on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, it's like, don't ever, if you get invited last minute, never say yes because you were an afterthought. What? What kind of crazy... What kind of crazy thought is that? That's not that's not the way it goes. Most of the time, if they're talking about you last minute, I can't tell you how many times I have like, oh my goodness, I forgot to invite my wife. Okay, does that mean that I don't like her? Does that mean that I don't want her there? Does that mean she's actually an afterthought? No, maybe I'm in scatter thought. Maybe I'm running a little scatter shot, but. You shouldn't punish yourself and the person who's actively trying to get you there because you think you have to have some sort of weird code of ego and code of envy. But then when you see online of them always in a conversation or at the party or in action or doing this, that, or the other, whatever it is, what happens what what ha- I, I have a person who is trying to <laughs> trying to pass me on a two lane road and I'm going ten over and they just went straight into oncoming traffic. It was fantastic. So anyway. Um you know he's 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 a little egotistical. No, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Just trying to bring it back there a little bit. But anyway, this this idea is I think very interesting because we live in comparative reality far more than any of us admit. Oh, I'm comparing my house. I'm comparing my car. I'm comparing my credit score. I'm comparing my wage. I'm comparing my whatever it else is that people compare when it doesn't matter. Envy is ego. Ego is envy. And it goes back to the dopamine addict, the constant pursuit of more, the the constant I need to be worshipped or I need to be liked. I mean, think about it. That's what you're doing when you do the plate of food on Instagram and only 10 people like it. And you're like, oh, my. No, like if you don't get the likes, you're like literally like trying to be worshipped. We live in a really strange society. So. Just be more valuable, but ask yourself, do you get into this comparative reality where, oh, this person spends more time with this person than I do? Maybe that's geographical. Maybe you just bring too much drama. Maybe you are uh, not reaching out and, and you're playing the high school game. And, you know, let's, let's get into this for a little bit. The high school game of I'm not going to double text. I'll tell you right now, I am the quintessential person where please, guys, if you have my number, please double text me. I need to be double text because I will forget. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just the truth. I will forget. I will uh, f- uh, get distracted. I will do all of these different things that happen to where I will not get back to you and okay you know what i'm i'm sorry that again i'm you know i try to 
maybe do a little too much or I'm always building something or I'm in a meeting or I mean, I'm in half the time I'm doing the podcast in the car. So one of the things that I think that we need to realize is understand that not everyone lives your life. So don't put everyone under your rules of engagement. Don't put everyone under these weird rules that I see on the on Instagram all the time. If someone does this, then this is what's happening. That might be true for one one instance out of everything. But you know, there's eight billion people on the planet, I think it is. You know, there's eight billion different lenses. There's eight billion different viewpoints. So this idea of looking at different people as if they are all under the the same set of rules or going through the same thing. And that's the other thing that I think that you need to realize is everyone is going through something different. And oftentimes we don't know what it is. Oftentimes we have no idea the battles that people are fighting. You know, I said, you know, and I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican, but, you know, I, I think at the height of my... Uh, we had maybe 35, 40 employees. I can't remember what it was. But I remember thinking when we were navigating COVID, I'm like, oh my God, if people really knew what was going on, they would all quit right now. They would leave. Because, I mean, there were times where, you know, the government would freeze things or we were in a fight with the, the state of Colorado or... You know, we had so many refunds and we were just getting inundated by so many different things. I mean, I had to max out a credit card at the company just to make payroll because I wanted to make sure that people got taken care of. And I, I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't tell them the truth. I mean, later I let everyone know, hey, here's, here's how that, you know, came to be. Here's what was going on. But I, I thought to myself, dude, if I am trying to navigate this with 35 or 40 personalities... If I'm trying to figure out how to navigate my company with that feels like this, what must it be like to run a country that has 350 million people? I don't have the answer. I don't know. And so if you're Democrat, awesome. If you're Republican, awesome. If you're independent, awesome. I know that I have my own values, I have my own belief system, and I'm not going to impose that on other people because I believe what I believe for very specific reasons, and those specific reasons don't apply to everyone. It's not blanket. And that's, you know, in a lot of ways, that's the beauty of democracy, or at least it's supposed to be. But this envy culture that we have and these unspoken rules... I think we're getting out of high school. You know, I, I, was, I was coaching somebody. They're in their 50s, and they're trying to navigate a relationship. And the, the male in the relationship was constantly playing games with the, the, the woman. Like, oh, I'm not going to text. I'm going to punish by withholding because you did this or you said this, and now I'm not going to respond and I'm not going to be the first person to say good morning and I'm not going to this and I'm not going to what? But then I realized, you know, this is this is how people operate. And we're that's that's driving a wedge between. It's not bringing us together. 
And it's either coming from the genesis of ego or envy. And one is leading to the other. If you're envious of someone, it's going to drive a wedge. If you have an ego like you're too good for someone, it's going to drive a wedge. Neither one of them are true. They're completely made up. So understand what is your ego saying? Are you envious? Are you getting trapped in the comparative reality? Tell me, tell me, or tell yourself. Talk to yourself here. Obviously, don't tell me. We're, we're, we're just in podcast form. I'm driving around running some errands. Jocko Willink, I've been really taking a deep dive in his books recently. And he said something about the extreme ownership. He said, here's, here's the thing. Put it all on you. Take ownership. But don't make it all about you. Ooh. Tell me that's not powerful. Put it on you and take ownership, but don't make it all about you. And I think that's the thing. The fancy cars, the fancy restaurants, the influencer distorted reality that people are in. It's just not true. And it's it's leading us down a very toxic path, a very interesting path that is not real. I can tell you with 100% certainty, if you looked at my Instagram recently, everything about that was 1,000% real. And if you meet me and you talk to me about how much I love my friends and, and very specifically my family, my son, time with my son, you will know that nothing about anything that I posted was staged because that's who I really am. I'm going to be coming out with a, a course called Who Am I Really? And that's kind of piggybacking off of something that a good friend, actually, she was the most recent podcast, Allison Pazook. She, uh, she in, kind of inspired this in a lot of different ways. She was trying to get me to read this book, which I actually still need to read. It's called Who Are Who, uh, How Are You Really? And, I, and, and it's a very intriguing title, right? But a lot of people don't know that I'm actually an introvert. I don't like going to birthday parties. I don't like going out. I Usually when I get somewhere, I almost always want to leave right when I'm there. I play a very good extrovert. You want to know why? Because it's my job. I want to be there for people. I want people to feed off of my energy. I want to help people and empower people. But I do it because I want to make an impact and I started out in music, so it is the vehicle that I know how to get certain things across. But I, I really, I like staying home. I like, I like my, my kiddos. To, to put it into perspective, in 12 years of living in Denver, I've been to two birthday parties. Two birthday parties. I don't, I don't like going out. It's, it's hard for me. And then after, you know, I play quote-unquote extrovert, I have to recharge my batteries. I'll like, I'll, I'll sit in a, and, and, and that's, so I'm going to come out with this, this series called Who Am I Really? So that you can understand that the, the person standing on stage, it, I literally turn into two things. Number one, I really let my inner child out because that's the only way I'm going to get that much energy. And number two, I'm, I'm doing very specific things to get very specific results for people. Because if people knew who I was really, a much more low-key, 
I want downtime. My inner circle is incredibly small. But you know what? Like, and, and I, I actually brought this up at the Wyoming retreat just so that everyone knows. Like, you know, I wake up every single day thinking, should I quit? Should I quit? Th that's why my podcast, for instance, they get inconsistent because it, a lot of times it will feel a little bit like a job to me. And, and I'm like, I don't, like, I don't want to do it. And I, I literally said at my Wyoming retreat, I, I want to quit almost every single day. And I have to ask myself, am I making a big enough impact? Am I equipping people? Am I helping people enough? Is there something better for my life? Should I be spending my time somewhere else? But that's also why I turn down speaking gigs all the time because it is mandatory that they bring Kayla and Conrad along. And I think that, I think that it's, oh, sorry, if you guys heard a horn, you know, just letting someone know light was green. It's all good. Um, but it's, it's, my family is the most important thing. Time with them is the most important thing. Being there. I remember a very impactful moment for my life was the fact that I asked a father, well, a, a soon-to-be father. This was long before Conrad. I said, what's the number one thing that you want? Because that's that's a good coach needs to know where are you going? What do you want out of life? And he said, man, I just want to be there. I said, what do you mean? I just, I just want to be there. Uh, what? I'm going to have a kid and I work all the time and I'm always stressed out. And I know I'm going to miss so much. I want to be there. And it hit me. It hit me hard because I said, that's... All I want is I want to be there. And that's why I love the Michael Keaton quote. You guys have probably seen it. It's going around on, online. But he says, uh, spend as much time with your kids as you can. You won't regret it. You might miss out on some jobs and some money. But the more time that you spend with your kids, you will never regret that. Ever. You're never going to regret that. And I went, wow. That, I want, that's what I want. So I'm going to design a life like that. So there's a lot of times where, look, again, being completely honest with you, I've asked myself, you know, is this the best use of me as, as a human? Is this where I should spend my time? Should I be a speaker? Am I good enough to be a thought leader? And uh, then I'll occasionally I'll see that, that thing where it says, uh, you know, mediocre people think that they, uh, mediocre people think that they, um, have already done too much and why isn't the world coming to them whereas uh, the real experts of the game are always working always striving always trying to be more and then they're wondering you know am I doing enough and I just you know until God shows me another way this is this is this is who I am this is what I'm doing but I'm going to do a full course on who am I really it's going to be 10 episodes. I'm going to do it on the Final Percent Podcast, 10 episodes of pivotal moments in my life that changed who I am, that I think might be in direct opposition to what people really think is behind the scenes. Because I think a lot of people think, oh, Greg loves the stage. He wants to get on all the stages. He wants to this. No, I, I don't actually. And there's some very specific reasons for that and some thoughts inside of me and, and more importantly, moments in my life that altered the reason behind 
my thought process behind it. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, I'm going to end with this. Is part of an ego, you know, I think it's misconstrued in confidence. And, you know, you gotta you got to walk that line between confidence and cockiness. But I can't help but remember a saying that ego stands for edging God out. And what that means is you think you're so good at who you are and you're in so much control that everything depends on you. And so therefore you leave no room for God to perform miracles in your life. And I took that to heart because I need all the help I can get. Um, Every day I try to become a better dad. I'm trying to figure out things, a better friend, a better speaker, better businessman. And I'm going through it just like everybody else, trying to figure this out just like everybody else. Um, And it's time that, you know, instead of me, because part of, part of not opening the door fully is a little bit of ego. And so, you know, this, you know, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to really start smashing my ego and let everyone know, hey, here's, here's why I am this way. Here's why I think this. And then let's get into debates. Go into the Final Percent Network. It's a Facebook group. Hey, Greg, I just listened to your most recent podcast. Here's why I think it's a bunch of crap. Please say that. That's fine. Healthy debate is what makes us all better. So if you've gone through something I'm either going through or have gone through and you came up with a different understanding or it, it uh, hit you differently, please let me know, okay? So anyway, this is ego versus envy. Don't get envious, man. Everyone's on their own journey. It's, it's kind of the mailbox principle. And uh, what that means is you don't get mad if your next door neighbor, if you're waiting on Amazon packages, you don't get mad when your next door neighbor gets their Amazon packages. You get excited because you know you're next. So if other people around you are winning, if you buy in and you support, that means you're going to be winning. If you try to take them down, that means you're going to be losing. That's just the way it is. So don't be envious. Get your ego in check. And uh, don't, you, you, don't, don't think that you have to be someone that you think other people think you are. Um, so anyway, thoughts of a Greg, guys. I appreciate you. This has been the Final Percent Podcast. It's the first.